Good morning, everyone. This is your Pop Alarm for Friday, February 18th, 2022, presented by Betches Media. I'm Dylan Hafer. I will not burden you with too much information about the latest shenanigans with Kanye and co., but here is a quick rundown of what's been happening in the last couple days. Pete Davidson made his grand return to Instagram, by which I mean he launched an account that currently has no posts and is only following Kim Kardashian and Sebastian Stan. Cool stuff. Kanye quickly followed Pete's account, which is only surprising because if I repeat, I would have blocked Ye the second I downloaded the Instagram app. Kanye also criticized Pete for making jokes about his mental health in the past on SNL, saying that his recent barrage of posts against Pete are just payback. Cute. Kim also unfollowed Kanye, which just feels like the healthy thing to do at this point. And Julia Fox responded to the millions of people making fun of her pronunciation of Unka Jams in her Call Her Daddy interview, commenting on an Instagram post, quote, I was stoned, leave me alone. And that's what you missed on Kanye & Co. If you've been wondering what's happening with the fraud charges against Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Jen Shaw, we are finally in the home stretch before her trial is set to begin next month. And after a few quiet months in the case, things are once again happening. First and foremost, Jen will now be the sole defendant in her trial, because everyone else who was charged along with her has chosen to plead guilty instead of facing trial. That seems like a not great sign for Jen who has always maintained her innocence, as there are now like a dozen people who could potentially flip and testify against her in exchange for shorter sentences. In technical legal terms, she's probably screwed. And as things get more desperate for the Shaw Squad, her attorneys filed a bunch of motions this week, and they are requesting that jurors in the trial not be shown any footage from Jen's time on The Real Housewives. Basically, they're arguing that Bravo footage is hearsay and not admissible as evidence, and that any footage is, quote, highly edited and crafted through post-production. They're also arguing that cast members are encouraged to exaggerate their wealth on the show, and that Jen is only, quote, playing that character on a show that has been highly curated and edited to satisfy its dramatic requirements. Methinks the lady doth protest too much. Additionally, they are requesting that potential jurors be questioned extensively about Jen and the Real Housewives franchise as a whole. It makes sense that they probably wouldn't want jurors who have seen the show or have strong opinions about Bravo. Sadly, I don't think I'd make the cut. But they are also looking to exclude people who think Real Housewives is, quote, actually real or that its cast members are, quote, rich. Based on these filings, it sort of seems like Jen's entire defense strategy is that Real Housewives isn't real life. But that'll be a tough sell when the government has been investigating her for like a full decade. I don't think jury trials play by Housewives reunion rules. And in a new interview with Esquire, Jake Gyllenhaal finally responded to the massive amount of attention he got in the wake of his ex Taylor Swift, releasing the 10-minute version of All Too Well. He mostly recused himself from talking about the actual song, saying that it has nothing to do with him and that, quote, it is her expression. Artists tap into personal experiences for inspiration, and I don't begrudge anyone that. But he did comment on the intense hatred that was directed at him by Swift's fans after the song was released, saying that for celebrities in general, quote, at some point, I think it's important when supporters get unruly that we feel a responsibility to have them be civil and not allow for cyberbullying in one's name. He didn't call out Taylor directly, but obviously that's what he was talking about. 
And he said there's a greater discussion that needs to be had about how artists can provoke discussion without leading to anger and divisiveness. I doubt the Swifties will be too happy to hear these comments, but he's not wrong. Honestly, I still think he missed an opportunity to drop his own Taylor Swift diss track. For more Pop Alarm, be sure to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. And you can follow me on Instagram at Dylan Hafer for more entertainment stories. We are off Monday for the holiday, so until next Tuesday, I'm Dylan Hafer, and now you're pop culture. Betches.